Welcome to Intersections, the RIT podcast. What role do the performing arts play in the life of students at a university noted for its science and technology? An enormous and welcoming role, say David Munnell, Director of Theater Arts, and Thomas Warfield, Director of Dance at RIT's National Technical Institute for the Deaf. What I really like about what's going on at RIT is that students can come here, even though they're focused on technology or right. whatever their you know major is, they can still continue, if they had been involved in performing arts, they, can, they still have an opportunity to do that. And if they had been involved in, in performing arts, they also have an opportunity to do that. If they yeah. choose to do it, they, it's here for them. I think that's a really excellent opportunity for students to be able to have this option and I think, you know, when I look at my dance students, they come from all over the campus, and I try to encourage them to think that what they're learning here in dance is applicable to other, you know, the skills that they're learning oh, yeah. are applicable to other things that they're working on or they may do in life. And so I really like that idea that, you know, we're not a conservatory for right. music or dance or right. theater, but we do have the the tools that students can still yeah. get from those things. So I, th- I, I really love that about yeah. uh, where we are. Yeah, so do I. And sometimes students don't recognize, although I think it's getting better, uh, when they come here or when they uh, apply, that we have as many opportunities as we have. And I think that makes a big difference because they're coming here, and like you said, they might want to be majoring in health sciences or computer or you know some technical field, but they have a love of the performing arts as well, and they want opportunities to do that. And they recognize that being in the performing arts is not only a big part of their potentially their social life here, but also gives them more insights into human nature and the soft skills that really make a difference in people's career success and their life success. I had a student who was an engineer student, and he took a lot of dance classes. He was in the dance company here and everything. And when he graduated, he received a performing arts certificate, which is something we sort of like having a minor in mm-hmm. performing arts. You can do so many credits and you get a uh, certificate. And so it was part of his diploma his, when at graduation. So anyway, he went to a startup. Uh, like a, what, a startup tech company? Tech company yeah, in yeah, California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was in the interview and the guy was looking over his stuff and he says, well, what is this performing arts thing? Yeah. And he explained, oh, I was dancing. And, the, and so the, and the, the interviewer uh, started talking to him about all the different skills he probably learned in dance and, you know, the teamwork and this and that. And he says, oh, yeah. And then he went on and explained to the different shows he was in. And the guy hired him like right there. It's just a great example of how the value really, there's there's a value outside of the classroom for performing arts. That's an excellent example. I mean, I think there are so many skill sets that come out of working on performing arts, teamwork, discipline, persistence, uh, patience, because it, it takes time to, to find mastery and you have a, you know, and you are working with a group and the social skills involved in that and trying to create something and work together. That is incredibly attractive, I think, to potential employers. I'm uh, also, I'm, th- I'm just thinking about over the years how I've watched students sort of interact with theater and performing arts. And like, for example, a student may come who's, 
who's not really a performer, but mm-hmm. maybe worked in high school backstage. Or, and so we have that opportunity for them to take classes in lighting or set design or set painting or makeup or costume. Or, yeah, you know, exactly. So they can still get that experience and then fill it in, actually, with the educational craft of it and right. all that. So I, I really, and in my dance classes, similar thing, although I did a lot of students who've never had a dance class mm-hmm. but have always wanted to. Have yeah. a dance class, or wanted to learn something about dance, and then they get this opportunity. So that's I, I really I love that about it. And as you were saying, there's a lot of students that come here, and they maybe they don't want to be a performer. Maybe they just want to work backstage. We've been expanding some of our work with uh, some multidisciplinary partnerships with the Kate Gleason College of Engineering. So we get some engineers, and we give them technical problems to solve that relate to a theater production. And they dive in. And these folks, I mean, it is definitely a part of their learning because they're, they're doing the, a, a technical problem in theater is really no different in some yeah, ways than right. any technical problem. Exactly. You've got to analyze what's needed. You've got to figure out how to do it. You've got to price it out. You've got to prototype it. So there's some really exciting things happening there as well. I also like this connection we've made uh, between the College of Liberal Arts and, and TID so that the performing arts in both of these places have started to kind of mesh a little bit. Um, you know, I know we're sharing classes, um, we share production, we do kind of joint collaborative productions now. I mean, on top of just the sort of sharing of uh, the performing arts, I mean, the other aspect there, of course, is the focus on deaf students and mm-hmm. hard of hearing students here at NTID and the sense of, uh, of what it is to have deaf theater right? and how we sort of overlay those things um, when we're collaborating. I think it's pretty, it's it's unique, actually. Yeah, I think it's very unique. Um, I, I don't really know of any other school that has done some of the kinds of things that we're doing where we're combining deaf and hard of hearing students with hearing students in productions. Exactly. You know, not just backstage, but on stage. That's right. You know, and that opportunity for them to do that and for them to learn about each other and learn about each other's cultures and learn about each other's backgrounds and work together and form friendships and bonds is is pretty amazing. The most recent experience we had was the production of Cabaret, right. which was, you know, a truly sort of integrated production of both deaf and, and hearing students. I think from the standpoint of being a performer, you know, a student involved in that experience, I think it's pretty it blows their mind. It opens up a whole new world for them. You have this bond that starts to happen. They, they just start to be able to communicate. There's enough ASL that they can do that, and they become very close, and they, they really start to see, you know, through the eyes of the other, which is really what the best diversity is about. How do we understand the experience of the other, and then they don't become foreign anymore. We realize they're just like us. You know, when I saw that production on Broadway of Spring Awakening, that oh had, yeah, uh, deaf hearing, and I thought to myself, oh, we've been doing this already. Who knows? Maybe one of our productions will end up there. That would be exciting. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so maybe, can you talk a little bit about the new Performing Arts Scholarship? So a student will come here and they'll apply, say, to the College of Engineering or the Computer Science or arts and design, whatever college, business. But they can apply for a performing arts scholarship, which helps pay for their tuition in whatever major they decide to be in, which is really a a really great idea and I think a unique one because we don't offer a major here, 
but we're giving folks who have an interest in performing arts, they still want to do performing arts here at RIT. We want them to come here. We want them to be successful in their major, and we also want to build our talent pool and so forth with our performing arts students. So this scholarship program allows that, and it just was implemented, and they're in uh, acting, musical theater, uh, dance. dance, yes, <laughs> don't forget dance, Thomas, that's right, instrumental music, oh, and tech theater, yeah, and tech theater, so there's, and so we have faculty like yourself and myself who review the applications and the video uh, auditions, and uh, we're giving out some awards, and we're that's bringing in, a fr- yeah, it is, isn't it, yeah, you know, part of this is, as you said, you know, we're not going to be a conservatory. That's not what we're about. We're not training people to go out into the world and become professional dancers, musicians, right. actors. I mean, if they want to do that, fine. They can, they can. And we've had some of that. And some of that happens. <laughs> right, yeah. But I think really what we're looking at is sort of a, a lifelong approach to these activities being something that enriches their lives, you know, no matter what their careers are. They can participate in music. They can participate in dance. They can continue to do these things, you know, well into their adulthood. And, you know, the other thing is since we are at a technical institute, I have tried many times to kind of interdisciplinary, do interdisciplinary work or cross-culture or Mm cross-disciplinary projects. I mean, when I first came here, we collaborated with the film and animation department to... Oh, Peter and the Wolf it was. And, mm. and I had yeah. them do the, the animate the sets yeah. at that point, you know. And we've, we've also worked with doing a little bit of motion capture with, uh-huh. the, with that department. We worked with the gaming department at one point when they created some software that right. we used in dance. Uh, and then, of course, I did that thing with the astrophysics. Yeah, uh, to right. Making uh, astro dance. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the possibilities that we have, the opportunities we have here to involve performing arts in all the other things that are going on on campus is also a uniqueness to RIT. Absolutely. I mean, there's, we have nine colleges here. You know, some of these folks are doing some really fascinating things that people that might not think right off the bat, might pertain to performance, but they can, like augmented reality, right? Uh, virtual reality. There's a lot of interesting work going on with uh, sound design and sound uh, work and 3D printing, you know, some of the, the new fabrication techniques which could be used in creating props and sets. And, you know, so there's just a lot of stuff that's happening technologically, you know, integrating that in these multidisciplinary things is, is something that's, you know, pretty cool and I think a unique asset of RIT that we have all that, yeah. Thanks for listening to Intersections, the RIT podcast, a production of RIT Marketing and Communications. To learn more about our university, go to www.rit.edu. And to hear more podcasts, find us on iTunes or TuneIn or visit us at www.soundcloud.com slash RIT Tigers.